Welcome to episode 25 of the newly titled Mayberry Devotional, entitled, But I Need It. In today's episode, I'm going to be looking at episode 23 of the Andy Griffith Show, Andy and Opie Housekeepers, and I'll use scripture from Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. I want to start off apologizing for being late with this week's episode. I've been out of town working with my job on some of the areas in Virginia hit by the ice storm, but I'm back in town and ready to carry on. So the episode starts off with Aunt B cleaning the living room and scolding Andy and Opie for the mess they've made. The phone rings and Aunt B learns from her cousin Edgar that Maud has the versitis and needs some help around the house. Before Aunt B leaves, she starts worrying on how Andy and Opie will survive without her. After Aunt B finally does leave, the men start cleaning the kitchen up until Andy gets called away for some uh, sheriffing business. In just a couple days, the house becomes a shambles, toys everywhere, clothes thrown here and there, and not a single dish clean in the kitchen. Aunt B calls to check up on the bachelors and guesses pretty accurately on the condition of the house. Andy denies everything that Aunt B has guessed about the house, and then she surprises Andy with some news that she will be coming home on the afternoon bus, which sends Andy almost into a panic. Andy and Opie then make plans on straightening up the disaster of which the house has become. While discussing their accomplishment, Andy realizes that their cleanliness might just make Aunt B feel like she's not wanted. So in a quick turnaround, they decide it's time to mess up the house again. While on the way to pick up Aunt B at the bus station, Andy meets Bertha Edwards, coming in to check on B. After Andy leaves, Miss Edwards checks in on the house and finds the disaster. Not wanting B to return to such a mess, Bertha decides to jump in and straighten up the house. Upon returning home, Aunt B finds the living room cleaner than she could do it herself, she says. Andy realizes somebody's cleaned the house, but he doesn't know who. Quickly thinking, he sends Opie upstairs to re-mess up his room. Andy tries to console Aunt B as she's crying when she hears noise coming from upstairs. Aunt B then heads to Opie's room to catch him trying to clean up his room, not knowing that he's really messing it up again. While there, she hears Andy in the kitchen and catches him with a sink full of dishes. Andy lets Aunt B believe that he's trying to clean the kitchen when in fact he's messing it up again. We see B's demeanor change and she perks up as she starts to clean the house. The epilogue shows Bertha Edwards coming to visit B. When Bertha asks how the house looked when she got home, hoping for some praise for the work she had done, B explains to her what a mess it was. Andy quickly realizes it was Bertha who cleaned the house when Bertha gets up and leaves, leaving Andy to hide his face and it's a good guess he's trying to hide his laughter. The illustration I want to take away from the episode is the idea of needs. We see early on that Andy and Opie needed someone to pick up after them. We see that Edgar needs some help with Maud because she's got the versitis. We also see that Andy and Opie need Aunt B more than they ever realize. When Aunt B thinks that Andy and Opie can take care of themselves without her, then we see how she needs just to be needed. In the latter part of Philippians chapter 4, Paul is writing concerning God's provision. In verse 19, he writes, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And that comes from Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. But what do we need? How many times do children tell their parents they need something? Maybe a child tells their parents that they need a bicycle, or maybe it's a new cell phone. Maybe you've heard a child tell their parents that they need the newest gaming console, or maybe they need a certain game that's come out for that console. Even as parents, we think we have certain needs. Maybe we need a new car. Maybe we said we needed a new job. Or maybe we think we need more money. But the question becomes, what do we need and what do we just want? If we were to list the things we truly need, I think the list would be small. Maybe we need food, water, sunlight, maybe some clothing to keep warm, and basically social interaction. 
I know there's times when we all get aggravated with others and we wish we could just move away from everyone and be alone. But in prison, they say the worst thing that you can do to somebody is put them in solitary confinement. They put the worst criminals there for punishment because it gives them no interaction with others. And of course, there's safety reasons also involved with this. From all of my psychological studies from one of Barney's quarter magazines, I believe they do it to try to change the attitude of the prisoner by taking away their social interaction. I'll have to wait until next month's magazine comes out to see if I'm right. The point here is that the things we think we need are actually just things we want. I guess it becomes a question as what is truly necessary. Can we live without the latest and greatest phone that zooms in to take pictures a mile away? Or do we just want it? Can we live without the latest sports car that has 1,200 horsepower and can go from 0 to 60 in 1.3 seconds? Or do we just want it? Can we live without that new 110-inch 16K TV that won't even fit on our wall? Or do we just want it? Sometimes we truly do need the help of friends, like Maud needed the help of Aunt B. I think we can see that Andy and Opie really did need Aunt B there to help clean up after them. And of course we see that Aunt B needed Andy and Opie in her life also as she also states in the first episode when Andy asked her to come and stay with them. We think so many times that we need something when really we just want it. When Paul writes about God will supply our every need, he's not talking about the new car or that new phone. He's talking about what truly is necessary in our lives. The 23rd Psalm is one of the most known books of the Bible. King David is the author, and he writes that he doesn't want for anything. God provides him with a place to lie down. God restores his soul. God leads him. God protects him in the time of death. God provides comfort for him. God heals him. God provides for him so much, he says, that his cup runs over. And God provides an eternal place for us in heaven with him. Sometimes we might not feel like God is providing for us as well as we like. When this happens, take inventory of what you have. Make a list of the things that you need, or you think you need, and make a list of the things that God has given you. And I bet you'll find that God has provided for you in more ways than you could ever imagine. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the new Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. Join me next week on the Mayberry Devotional as we'll be looking at episode 24 of the Andy Griffith Show entitled The New Doctor. Until then, thanks for listening.